for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. You gotta do something about the eyes, Benny. Got my mouth all ready for hash and eggs, and you ain't got no hash. Can't keep fuck with me that way. I mean, that is, that is so easy. Damn, Benny. That is. What movie super has somebody easy, named Benny in it? Given recent events, super easy. Okay, Delores. Okay, but the movie itself. I mean, it's the movie. Okay. Well. Like the. Yeah. Okay. All right. But the name of it in particular is kind of just not. Who stars in the movie? Della Reese. And? And Red Fox. And? Okay. <laughs> Come on. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I mean, like, yes. How many other people get our name? I mean, the stars of the film. <sighs> okay. I'm just They gonna... are among the stars, but certainly the main characters. Please tell me that was the Harlem Nights. <laughs> wow. <laughs> was it really? Anyway, guys. <laughs> uh... You shot my why would That's what I, you should have said. I'm not going to do like an easy, the first line you think of. So I have seen Harlem Nights, but it was only because my cousin snuck and let me watch it. Watch it because I certainly was not allowed. So yeah, I think something similar. I was like ten or something. I don't remember how. Old. Well, no, maybe a little older than that. But she was just like, "It's so whack that your mama won't let you do nothing." So. <laughs> Here, <laughs> you can watch this R-rated movie. Well, bless that. That's just a black classic. Um, speaking of black classics, our black excellence section for this week. First of all, rest in peace to Della Reese. Right, right, Done right. a lot for blackness. Just, man, what a legend. An actual real icon. Touched by an angel. Mm-hmm. All the gifts that she had. She had given. white people fucked up with that one. Definitely did. She really did. It's funny because Touch by an Angel, I think, is what introduced me to Della Reese as a child. What? Like, I think that's the first th- thing I remember seeing her in. Okay. So then, watching Harlem Nights as maybe like a preteen teenager or however old I was and seeing her cussing up a storm. Right. was beautiful for me as a person. I feel like I definitely saw growth. her on other TV shows, too, but I can't remember what they were. Maybe it's like possible that I did, but yeah. I think my first memory of her on TV was a Touched by an Angel, which I don't remember when that premiered. I'm looking at her IMDb now, and yeah, Mama stayed busy. Oh, yeah, she did an episode of That's So Raven. 
I forgot about that. I remember when Touched by an Angel got canceled or whatever. They had like, like the church got together and we're talking about petitioning. Like I just remember it being something that they discussed in our actual church. Right, right, right. And I was just like, um, LA okay. Law, designing women. I mean, yes, yes Delores has like yes. A, Come on, MacGyver. Two two seven. She's her. Oh, Night Court. <laughs> um, also, Earl Hyman passed. Oh yeah, Grandpa Huxtable. So that sucks as well. Damn man. Um, Sad times. Also, Black Excellence this week. Everybody being celebrated by the NAACP. You're all black and excellent. I mean, Marseille Martin is nominated. Oh, the Image Awards. Yes, the right, Im- right. Image I was Awards. like <laughs> celebrated by with the NAACP for what? Awards, right? Thanks. And images, <laughs> yeah. You are um, a fool. <laughs> like everybody's on here. Loretta, Loretta Devine, Issa mm-hmm. Rae is on everything. Of I think course, she's like nominated for everything: actress, actor, director, black person, <laughs> hair, just best overall covers, black <laughs> catchphrases, like whatever. She's in everything. Yeah, insecure slaying. Greenleaf Queen Sugar's on here. Mike Coulter for the Defenders. Okay. Sterling's on here. Amari Hardwick is on here. I mean, really, black people are fucking it up. Yeah. Um, and I love the NAACP Image Awards because I feel like most of these things I agree with in terms of categories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can root for everybody. Right. I'm really not going to be disappointed in too many categories if like my fave doesn't win because I have multiple faves in these yeah. categories. Like almost every category I look at, I'm like, oh, I love all of these people. Right. So, like, I'm actually here for every last one of y'all. Give so. it to whomever. Um, I see Yvonne Orji is nominated too. Yes, certainly and absolutely. Ah, uh, yeah, this is going to be Alongside like Tashina Arnold. Um, who else is in her category? Leslie Jones, Uzo Duba, mm-hmm. and of course... Marseille. I mean, sit with a big girl's why. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> Damn it. She's going places. Yes, ma'am. She and she's nominated for you. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, I'm here collecting, like, the all best ages. Best supporting actress and then also best child on television. I would like my well. things, please. Yeah. If you, you could just, just give, give me my, me my stuff. things. Right. Dear Ooh, Rutina Wesley is nominated. Did you see her Dyking ass Instagram announcement? Isn't that so sweet? I love it. Her girlfriend looked just my type, too. I either forgot she was gay or didn't know. Mm, I feel I like mean, that's something I did know and just forgot. I feel like it was a vibe I got as soon as I saw her in Queen Sugar and then the character was bisexual. So I was like, okay, maybe it was just the character that gave me the vibes. But nah, I think it was just actually just the routine of being like, yeah, I'll be over here dyking. Yeah, I, would, I love it. I, I love like it. So excited for her. So all of y'all, shout out to you as well as a woman named Latoya Cantrell. Who, according to what I'm reading here on The Shade Room, is the first female mayor of New Orleans. Oh, I guess she was just elected. Yeah. So. That is wild. New Orleans' first female mayor. And black. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, damn, how has New Orleans gone all this long? Well, you know what? Never mind. Congratulations to Miss Latoya Cantrell. So that's all of the good news this week. In terms of the rest of the show, I say that we freestyle it. It's Thanksgiving. It is. Um, so I have no idea why you're even listening to this unless it's because you're shoving your mouth full of food so you don't 
need to speak anyway. Um, <laughs> or if your people get on your nerves, so you're just like, okay, let me just take a drink and go I'm sit in the corner somewhere. In my room or whatever. Because <laughs> y'all are so annoying. That's what I do. That's real. Um. So what are some things that you're thankful for? Oh, is that what we're doing? I don't know. Things that we're thankful for, man. Hmm. Um, I have to say all the oldies but goodies, like health and family and friends and shelter and all that sort of, I don't know, I feel like I'm very thankful for the basics, like to not be hungry and cold, pretty much. I am not thankful for any of those things. Okay. I'm just taking life for granted. Girl, of course, <laughs> yes, we're all thankful for life and health and wealth. <laughs> well, damn it, that is... <laughs> I don't know. What else is there to, to be thankful for? I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Oprah's favorite things. I am as well. And Link is also thankful. Oh, how is she liking the gift. bone? She was um, terrified as fuck of it as first, <laughs> as I said she would be. Um, she doesn't understand why things move without anybody touching them. Makes sense. That, Makes sense. You know. Yeah concerns her but you know once you follow the directions and you put some treats in there and she's like oh this involves like oh i get i get the snack i get snacks <laughs> cool why didn't she just open with that all right so how does this work now she loves it i love that dog <laughs> um hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. 
I'm thankful for the Los Angeles show. That was a great time. It was really fun. Ooh, the LA weather also. Yes. And their marijuana. All good things. I'm thankful that I was able to actually enter a dispensary in California and purchase marijuana for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great experience. Met a very interesting, very high young lady who talked to us about all kinds of strains and what she <laughs> secretly feeds her dad. Oh, um, right. Asante told me about that because her dad is like real anti-weed, but she gives it to was. him so he'll be healthy. Right. <laughs> Until he figured out that, that like, he was eating crushed up right. sour patch edibles or some shit or whatever cereal, they call it. Whatever. Right. It's like, oh, this is what drugs are. So, huh, that's where this power up feeling came Sign from. Me the right. Black oh, LA is a gift. I am thankful for uh I'm thankful for every black singer who could have tributed why, why are you doing Houston. this? Why are you doing I'm thankful this? for, you know, I'm thankful <laughs> for Brandy. I'm thankful for Deborah Cox. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for uh, Beyonce. True, true. I'm thankful for a Lettucey. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for so many Kiki Wyatt. Amber Riley, Jasmine Sullivan. Each of these Fantasia. people. I'm just. Could have easily tributed the queen. Um. I'm so thankful for each and every one of one of these beautiful black women who could have opened their mouths on the stage of the American Music Awards to um, to give honor to the voice. You know, unfortunately, the American Music Awards, they don't like us. No, they don't. They don't enjoy us. We're talking about the same people who gave Taylor Swift an Artist of the Year Award the year that Michael Jackson died. Get over it. Build a bridge. I'm going to mention it as much as I fucking want to. I will talk about this until I'm on my bed, girl. Like, the death bed. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I'm relevant. Keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep talking about it. It was a horrible, stupid, foolish mistake. It should have never taken place. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Just like booking Christina Aguilera for this tribute. That was a mistake. That was a Mm-mm, that was a misstep like shit, girl. Of all of the people in the world, I won't even say, <laughs> you know, that, oh, well, because Whitney was black, it should have been a black singer. I can think of a couple of white women who could have done uh, Whitney Houston um, tribute justice. For whatever reason, I guess the people who put together the AMAs only know Christina Aguilera or have a really great relationship with her. Maybe, Maybe. she has like um, photographs of the director of Wait the program, compromising photos of them with like eggs up their butt or something. <laughs> I don't know what like. they put Christina Aguilera on the stage for eight minutes not only did she warble her motherfucking way through you. a Whitney Houston tribute <laughs> multiple a medley a right. medley of Whitney Houston songs by herself who on earth said you know Whitney Houston like a groundbreaking artist right one who defines so many elements of performing music um right one who is just amazing in so many different ways who was just like, you know, on, on the scope of musicians that open their <laughs> mouths and sing. Let's simply choose Christina. Like, not just Christina to sing. Like, she sang a song mm-hmm. and then moved to some other portion of the stage to sing some other one. Yeah. And other, like, did a whole bunch a whole of other medley. people back out? <laughs> like, I think she was booked to do the whole thing from the very beginning. But yeah, it's just like, at one point in time, because I don't want to do too much. There was a point that Christina could sing. And possibly oh, yes. could have like killed this 
entire no. tribute with no like I feel like there was a day that that would have been true but that day has passed and I don't know if she sang too hard for all these years and now her voice is just like fuck it bitch I'm out like don't call me no more I don't really get it but we don't need to be booking Christina Aguilera to come sing live no more for nothing else like it just doesn't need to happen I don't even care about that like I don't think there, that she is like like completely unable to sing a song and sound decent mm. now. I mean, I just don't want her to ever sing a Whitney Houston song anywhere outside of her house. Like <laughs> sing that in the solitude of your home for, you know, <laughs> I know she has kids. I think she has more than one child. Um, oh yeah. I think she just had one right a little while ago. You're more than welcome to sing Whitney to them so that they may know mm-hmm. You know, of the greats that came before you, opening doors and things of that nature. True, true. You don't need to sing Whitney Houston and nobody's tribute ever the fuck again. I'm not even here to dispute Christina Aguilera's actual voice. Although I did not enjoy it. No. Let me be clear on that. It was flat as hell. I feel like she took it upon herself to rearrange notes. Um, She was literally composing new versions (laughs) of these great songs, these hit records on the stage live at the AMAs. And I'm like, it just, I would be mad if I were Brandy. I wouldn't even be like, if Brandy would have got on Instagram live as it was happening, just yelling at her TV, veins about to bust out her throat. I would have been like, well within your rights. She deserves it. Keep on going. (laughs) Because not only would you have been a better choice at this point, you are a meme. Behind Whitney Houston tributes. And I know that somebody who knows somebody who interns or does PA shit for somebody at the AMAs knows that. And they should have opened up their motherfucking voice Mm -hmm. and said, hey, what about brand new? Well, I just think the AMAs are so white that they are never going to do that. Like, there are so many women of color they could have called and just and I've made peace with that. to do that. Right. I've made peace with that. Mm-hmm. I made peace with that almost a decade ago at this point. <laughs> but you know what, bitch? That doesn't mean, that's, that doesn't mean I'm not going to call y'all out. Mm-mm. Christina it's Aguilera okay. <laughs> for eight, eight minutes. Eight well, really difficult to listen to minutes. Who, airs, who airs the AMAs? Was I want to say it's ABC. Yeah, let me not get to lying. Yeah, it is. Well, at least they had Tracy Ellis Ross and Diana Ross. She got her whole life and uh, like mm-hmm. her whole family and right. ancestors. Everybody showed up. And this was happening hair. while we were doing the L.A. show. So I missed it live. And all I literally the only things I heard about this show was Tracy Ellis Ross is everything. She changed outfits nine times. She wore the same shirt her mama wore with Michael Jackson yep. and all that. And then Christina Aguilera disrespected the fuck out of our legend. That's really I, had, <laughs> I didn't hear shit else. Anything else happened at that show? I didn't hear about it. And I know the Christina stands were like armed up, amped up, ready in full defense of their fave. But sometimes your girl just sounds bad. I mean, on the bright side, at least she finally has something to do. Uh, don't do that. I mean, when else do you? She was on The Voice, right? Yeah, I'm talking about her this fans. Is the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. gearing up to actually go off how on long has it been since she like put out music I feel like Christina Aguilera ain't released nothing in a long last time. thing I remember her releasing was Bionic now I'm sure oh, that I'm uh, wrong that can't be it that can't be the last <laughs> one but it might as well Mad Bionic was awful it was just that mm, but maybe oh no Lotus see I ain't even heard Never about heard her who it. is she <laughs> But I figured, you know, she's been around on doing the voice and stuff. Right. If she didn't 
take advantage of that by dropping an album, mm. then that would have been foolish. So but I'm not this surprised. Was 2012, so five years ago, she that put this album also, out. Listen, I wish Christina Aguilera nothing but the absolute best in her life. Ain't nobody here to hate. I don't care about Christina Aguilera. It's not that deep. It just sounded. I'm simply bad. asking that she no longer say yes to singing Whitney Houston music. Anywhere besides okay. her house. Okay, I'm with like, that. Like, just sing it at home. <laughs> I'm with that. Where nobody else can hear you. Right. Ever. I mean, maybe that's what it's going to have to be because that was just... I don't even just... care if it's somebody's birthday and they asked, like, they made a special <laughs> Christina, request. can you hum in harmony? <laughs> she should be barred. From t- like, I don't. And if it makes her or her fans feel any better, I can name a couple of other white people who are at that show who shouldn't do it either. They're just choices you should make and you should make them wisely. Right, right, right. I mean, you like had to be nervous to Like when BT asked Trey Songz to, to sing for a prince. And he was alive. And he was. And they did that to Prince's face. <laughs> right in his purse. And he was just like, so this is how y'all going to invite me to come here and talk about honoring me and then do this? He literally was looking around as if to say like... This goat yodel nigga? Is this, this is the joke part, right? And then <laughs> Monique is going to come out and dance and then y'all going to do the real tribute? Okay, cool. I'm Oh, wait. that was a good time. I'm thankful for uh, my Nintendo Switch. Ooh, yes, me too. I am thankful for Amiibos. Discovered those in 2017. One <sighs> one thing that is not total shit about this year. This this year has been rough, honestly. How many Amiibos do I have? It's just been life? stress in a lot of different ways. But yeah, very thankful for my Switch. Very thankful that I beat uh, Super Mario Odyssey. And now I just have to go back through and try to keep exploring the levels i guess but it's getting like really hard yeah mario's no cakewalk mario's be like get through the story that part is fun and cute and stuff but if you want to really get into the meat of this bitch earn it right or mario's been like that for a minute i mean because all the other worlds are like you know find 30 power moons or whatever this bitch is like find 128 and you will do what i've only found like 40 i don't know I don't know where the rest are, so... That's what you do. You beat it, and then you go back, and you have to find all of the... Like, when the Nintendo 64 was out, Super Mario 64, you beat the game, and then, like, the hype Mm -hmm. was going back and finding every star. And then I feel like Mm -hmm. if you found all of the stars, it was, like, 150 or something, then you got, like, some special sequence or costume or some shit. So I guess that that's what they're doing. Do they give you something if you find every Korok seed in Breath of the Wild? I wouldn't know. I think I like found 900. three total, maybe four. <laughs> really? I don't even know where that nigga is. I honestly can't even I remember. I found how to like find 60, him. maybe, altogether. I've upgraded my weapons stash a few times. I did get to beat that finally, but I have a lot more. There's like a whole region of that map I still haven't even looked at. Wait, you beat the Zelda? game? The whole game? I beat Zelda, like the story portion. <sighs> I've been playing it for much longer than that. But you. I just am <laughs> like, so upset. Since like what, March, whenever it came out? I can't get the electricity divine beast. You I have can't. To I will I'll just no, I just won't you ever just do keep it. Keep trying. I just won't. I just will fail. You keep trying, you get mad, and when you're too mad, <laughs> I get so pissed. Then you turn it off. <laughs> right. And you try it again some other time. I turn it off and then I turn on the Stevie Universe you game. You have to take breaks. And then I play that until it makes me mad. And then I turn on that Monopoly. That will piss you off too. <laughs> like most of these games will. Like you beating everybody in Monopoly. I mean, y'all were mad, but it's not my fault that I'm just Okay, so let me just announce the fact that, um, first of all, I'm thankful that my friend Candace got to come to Los Angeles um, for our read live portion of the show. 
thing. I don't know what that sentence was, but okay. she got to be in Los Angeles <laughs> with us. And then we all played Monopoly on the Switch. You and Asante cheated. You ganged uh, up on me well, first of for all, no apparent black African American ass reason. Asante yes, started off it is. swearing up and down okay. that niggas was ganging up against him. See, and then all of a sudden he started to do okay. And you started to lose, and now it's everybody against you. No, ma'am. See, See that is a lie. Wrong. That is incorrect. Everybody is wrong. First of all, the real Asante issue made here is, that decision on his own. I did not encourage that. I stayed silent through that whole process. Both of you are petty, and it's very ugly. <laughs> um, I tried to play fair and be reasonable and win the game on my own merit. Just because I had Park Place... You now I was so working on trying to get a real deal Holyfield ass motherfucking you wanted agreement. You a monopoly so bad. For I wanted Asante's boardwalk. I was ready to give a decent deal. Were you? I was working on it. Mm, mm. Then I was going to try to come to you. Yeah, you thought. <laughs> now mind you, I didn't have a monopoly. You did. Mm -hmm. Asante did. Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, well, let me work on making a deal. And you had two Asante and two wanted yellows. all of my money. He did. He wanted all your cash. Which I felt like was unreasonable, especially <laughs> at that portion of the game. So I said, okay. But I was I stayed out of that. I stayed out of everybody else's trade negotiations. So you can't be mad at me. You didn't stay out of it. You were the peanut gallery. Oh, uh, that's, that's not that's true. Being in it. Yes, you are. At first I was like, uh, and then you exactly, and then that's you were like, uh, that's no talking. So I left it alone. You don't have to use actual <laughs> English words. You don't have to say words to get your point across, and that's what. But you I didn't tell Asante to trade boardwalk to me. I did not do that. Asante gave you boardwalk essentially for some shit that I don't even think helped him. No, it didn't. In any way, it he gave not. it to you just to give it to you, I think so did. that I would never get I it. Think he did because you never because trade. I will not trade. <laughs> I'm not going to give a nigga a monopoly. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to trade so that you can have a monopoly. I will not. And that's why I win. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I didn't tell Asante to do that, though. See, you're upset, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Very ugly behavior. You just don't like to I just like feel like lose. people need to know that. I was fine. I had a great time. Just like on Blackish, how Blackish have that penalty for Andre turning the board upside down. Somebody got to do you like that when we play games. I would not have been charged anything. I handled it quite fine. Because it's a digital game. So? <laughs> if, it, if we were playing with the board and the pieces, you would have thrown it over. That isn't necessarily accurate. <laughs> no, it is accurate as not shit. 100%. It is. That's okay. I'm thankful for Monopoly and playing games with my friends. And winning. You I can't beat me really, at Mario Kart, and that's really all that matters. I can't. And I beat the electric guy I in Zelda. I have beat you at Mario so Kart that. before. You have never beat me in a Grand Prix. Not a Grand Prix, Maybe but an individual race. Thanks. Okay. okay. So, yeah, I will take Top so dog as far right as when then. it comes to the end of each and every. Okay. Four back-to-back -back matches. how many decades have you been playing that game? Me. 
Okay. I just started playing Mario right. Kart two months ago. And let it ago. also be said that Mario Kart is a game where you will be hit with a blue shell and back-to-back red shells yeah. and a green shell, bananas, ghosts, yep. and a squid right before you get to the last. You could be in first for the whole match and mm-hmm. then end up in 12th. That happens so to me a lot. So that's probably what happens, happens the one time that you beat me in a race. Uh, it was more but than once. Over it's okay. It's fine, all. actually. I understand you I'm the doll yeah. when it comes to You're Mario Kart as well so as slaying Beast in Zelda. <laughs> okay. Go you. And if I wasn't so backlogged in games, I would have already beat Super Mario Odyssey. But I'm already uh-huh. at Bowser well, Kingdom. Well, then I am superior to you in Super Mario Odyssey. And I probably have more done on Steven Universe than you do also. A lie. Where are you at? I have unlocked all but two of the little doodla things. What are the doodla and I don't, things? Well, you know. you know, The portions the, of the map? The map, yeah. And how it's like rose quartz and then all these other I have unlocked things. all but two. Okay. Well, as have I. Have you? Is Paradot on your team yeah. yet? Uh, mm, mm, okay. Okay. Well, all right. No, well, all right. Well, all right. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love video games, and I'm thankful yeah. for Harry Potter. Oh my god! Even though I am still just like not really trying to finish that last book because I'm really upset about the, the Dumbledore thing. I mean, it feels like a lie, and so I just don't. It did feel like a lie. I don't want to. I don't. It felt like I'm gonna pick up book six and I'm gonna get the explanation for all this or book and seven. It'll be or like, oh, joking, right? All they he had to do joking. was unavada kavadra. Himself, I guess. I don't. I hope I said that no, right. I'm sure happening. I didn't. Aveda Yeah, he's pretty dead. Well, so anyway, that's really disappointing and upsetting. The overall story is it's not Albus Dumbledore and the Forty Thieves. It's called Harry Potter. But Dumbledore didn't deserve that. Unless something happens in this last he's book really that's going to blow my mind. No, that's so. That's so what? He could live longer. I and mean, he served his purpose. He was a wizard. That nigga could have stayed alive a long time. He knew he was, was murdered by a hating ass nigga that he tried to ride for all the time. Everybody kept saying Snape ain't shit. Snape ain't shit. Snape's a bitch. Well, you should really finish the last. See, book. I'm gonna have to then, because unless Dumbledore was really behind the whole thing the whole time trying to kill Harry, then I'm pissed. So don't tell me though. If Wouldn't you be goes. more pissed about that? No, because that would be a great plot twist, and I love plot twists. So you should finish the book. I'm gonna. It's satisfying. I'm finna. I should finish it before this episode comes out, because somebody's gonna tweet me the spoiler. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, "Hey, bitch! I heard you really like the book, so yeah. let me ruin it for you." That's that may happen. <laughs> oh man, but I am gonna finish so I can watch some movies. Well, then you can also, yeah, you can do that, and you'll see Wes. Wes from How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, Smarter. right, he's the black boy. One of like two. One of the two. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. There's him and Magnitude from Community. Right. Would you, yeah, you said that the other day, but I don't watch Community, so I don't know that. Well, he's his name blanket. is Magnitude? That's On a community. name for your That's ass. Magnitude. Okay. Your mama meant that. Um, Let's see. What else are we thankful for here? I'm thankful for LeVar Ball. I don't really understand whether or not. I mean, I guess I'm not supposed to. I know a lot of y'all don't like him. I don't get it. I don't care. Um, I know that he's a nigga involved in sports and his kids are bad and they all play (laughs) sports too. And his wife is white. And that's pretty much all I know. Um, But 
I'm thankful for him because he pissed off uh, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump and yeah, which is great. For that alone, he gets a hand clap from me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump, I guess, did whatever presidents do to get stealing niggas out of jail in China. <laughs> he called them Chinese niggas like, look, I was just over there. Can you just let out them darkies, please? Can y'all just, thanks. If it even took all that. I don't think it did. Probably and they probably could have came home even without Trump's help, but... Whatever. Somebody asked LeVar how he felt about it or something like that. He went on and CNN. He was like, who? <laughs> so, of course, nigga. Trumpy's pissed <laughs> and said he should have left them there and blah, blah, blah. What a dumbass. Like, girl, we don't live for you. Right. Like, We don't have to like you. His whole thing is like, you must respect me. Like, everybody must treat me with the respect that I deserve. It's like, don't you have bigger things to worry about globally and right here in America than like NFL players not standing for the anthem and LeVar Ball not giving a fuck about you? Leangelo and them other two badasses apologized and thanked Donald Trump for getting them out. So it's like, what the fuck else do you want? Donald Trump called that nigga a poor man's Don King. Like, Ooh. he called LeVar Ball a poor man's Don King I on Twitter. I don't understand he, the... Oh, been, why did he do that? No, he just... Is there any no. form of a connection that makes... He probably just was like, black men who say things and I don't like them. Don King. Let's just... Like, how long has it been since Don King was of any cultural relevance? Like, does LeVar Ball work in sports? So or foolish. his kids just... Don't his kids... His kids play, yeah. That's Don it. King was like... I don't care about this man. No, I mean, that it's, does it's, not make it's a, sense. It's just, even Republicans are starting to be like, are you more worried about like niggas talking to you? Well, hurry up. Policy and shit. What's taking so I long? I saw some segment on Fox News where one of their commentators was like, this is ridiculous. Like, grow the fuck up. Okay, people don't have to respect you. They don't have to like you. You really gonna sit here and beef on the internet? I'm like, dog, when even Fox News is over your bullshit, it's time to grow up. This is what y'all wanted, though. Yep, this is who y'all voted for in them flyover states. I am thankful there was a Dipset reunion last night. Oh, really? Although they'll probably break up again next year or something and hate each other. But they've, like, they've gone in and out of beef with each other for, like, as long as I've heard of them. But they cool for now. Omarion s- released music. Oh, I was going to say, so this reunion means what exactly? It means dip sets together in New York, Harlem stand up. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I was going to say, did they like actually they release performed, something? Or? I think they shot a video together and okay. they performed Hammerstein, I think they performed at last night with ASAP Mob. That probably was like a really late show, but I found out about it last minute. And so I told myself, maybe there'll be like a fight or something I want to avoid. So I didn't feel bad about missing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually a really big Dipset fan. And I like um, Ferg. I like ASAP Ferg. The rest of the ASAPs, <laughs> I could live with them. I don't even know the rest of the ASAPs. There's Rocky Ferg. I know there's Nast. Um, nope, sorry. Um, uh, that's all I got. Nope, that's, I just that's what I've got. I was never Dipset didn't reach me in Cameron and his pink everything and his solo moment did, but Dipset as a group did not. I always feel kind of left out when niggas start reminiscing on Dipset because I'm like I wasn't there for the wave. There was a dude, I think his name was Eddie, and he sat next to me in math when I was in like eighth grade or ninth grade or something like that, and he was from New York. 
that's how I was introduced to, mm. to Dipset. Because I did not Were y'all do friends or something? Yeah. Okay. And he always had a CD player in there and he was listening to <laughs> Diplomatic Community and shit. And I was like, I'm not going to sure. do this work. So what you doing? <laughs> That's how I was introduced to Dipset. Huh. And then I went to the flea market truancy. and got like a triple XL Dipset shirt. It was white and gold and wore it to school, drowning. There has to be a photo of you in this shirt. Please, <laughs> Lord, let be there a be a photo, photo of it you in this happen. shirt. I need to see it. It's not going to happen. It needs to exist. Did you wear it on I like a... I think I still own it. A themed day or something? No, I just wore it to school. It's not going to be cute as adorable you wearing it now with your grown ass. I mean, I, I think it's like, I don't have it here. It's probably somewhere back in my parents' house. Mm. I don't think I ever got rid of it is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm really hoping you took a picture. But it, I was drowning in it. It was so, so big. Niggas love them big ass tees. They did. Lord, thank you that the era of tall tees is over. Nigga. Niggas was wearing t-shirts down to their calves. I don't <laughs> miss that. I was like, this is a shirt dress. <laughs> you could belt that. <laughs> yeah, it was that damn song. Put it on with some wedges. I just. I'm thankful for Francesca, Cheska Lee. How was your And her show husband, her Patrick. We had so much fun. It was so fun. It looked awesome. It was really, it was a really good time. The two of them are hilarious. Patrick is so white. God bless him. He is so white. (laughs) Francesca was quote DLC, like literally quoting Red Light Special, like baby is yours if you want it tonight. He's like, oh yeah, I know that. Kind of like me in the movie quotes. Yeah. She's like, so whose song is that? No clue. Like literally none. I'm like, my man, TLC though? TL, you don't know T, but I can't do too much. Red Light Special is like a. It's a it's a pretty well known one. It's a pretty. It's right up there with Waterfalls as far as like how big their singles are. Although I think no. Waterfalls is probably bigger. Yeah, but Red Light Special is a good. Oh, who don't know that song? Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, they were up there fussing and arguing and being funny and then brought me out and we talked and joked and played games so it was so much fun thank you so much again Cheska Lee and Patrick for having me for your very first live show them niggas it was just it was a great time it was a really good time so thankful for friends I'm thankful um, that we got to see the photos from Serena Williams wedding yes Um, I'm thankful for first of all I'm going to lead into my next thanks by saying Serena is a living goddess. She's the black Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I she's a, lot a gift really to athletics, uh, the black community, the globe, philanthropy, <laughs> uh, melanin, lots of things. So... I'm happy to say that not only am I excited for her being excited and in love and having his family and stuff, I'm excited to say that I see it for her white husband. Yeah. Um, On like a physical spectrum as well as like, I mean, he obviously has money. Yes, that's nice. He's also handsome. Yeah, he's he's not ugly. Well spoken and like super in love with her and probably rubs her feet and all kinds of stuff. His caption under the photo of of them being married or whatever, about Mm. how. And love he is and all yeah. that. That was all really sweet and great. The baby. The baby. 
is a crystal gem. <laughs> she really is. Like, the baby has a jewel somewhere. She's hidden. just a little drop of perfection. She was sitting on her Mima's lap. Like, like, so I was told there was a show today. All right. <laughs> so I'm just going to continue being excellent. Practicing these drills in my head. Meanwhile, I feel like everybody is looking at me. <laughs> mm. They, mm, no, so y'all see the y'all see the dress though, right? Because the bitch is dressed. She's definitely inheriting that cockiness. God, she's and so I cute. Can't wait. She's so cute. And Serena's commercial, the Gatorade commercial with Ale- right. with little Olympia in it. Was so sweet. What a cute family. Shout out to you, Serena. Get yours and celebrate it. Which leads me into um, okay, so first of all, I want to say to Alexis Sr. Okay. Um, I said this at the LA show, how fantastic it must be to be able to say that, like, you I'm sure he has like a, a, a following and support system all his own. Yeah, what did he invent? What did he call invent? That's not the point. Some some white people White people really love it. Yeah. Something. Something fun things. Yeah. Um, but you bagged Serena. Right. It's not going to get better than that. <laughs> like, you bagged Serena. Greatest achievement. Williams. Not only can you say that you you got Serena, you married Serena, you had a gift child with, with Serena. Serena. And because of all of this, because of your connection with your wife, Beyonce came to your wedding like what is that what is that like how can you like not all, like what is that you're right. dressed the groomsmen or whatever they're called are all together and everything and they're like alright Beyonce just pulled up Serena's ready like what is that like you're about to get married to fucking Serena Williams and Beyonce is there I give thanks for Beyonce's ponytail a living deity how are you not throwing up like I gotta go perform for Beyonce right now because that's really all a wedding is it's a performance that's really? why there's a rehearsal exactly you have to go up here and get married in a cute way and not embarrass beyonce or make her bored at your event like that's too much pressure it is i would feel sick beyonce can't come to my wedding okay i'll be like oh lord no i'm not ready i can say i do in front of god and everybody else but beyonce Beyonce? (laughs) you're asking too much um oh yeah but those pictures were so sweet such a cute little family man beyonce's ponytail does laps. Thankful for that ponytail. What is that? <laughs> that bitch. That ponytail could breathe. Like it was alive. <laughs> has a whole like digestive system. That whole thing. She loves God. doing that. She did the same thing with that braid. Right. And how she could just kind of like control it and make it do what she wants it to do. The ponytail did the exact same thing. She has a ponytail thing. like farm. You know what? That she makes probably sense. has like a barn or something somewhere. Yeah, organic. Where she raises ponytails. <laughs> the kids feed the ponytails out of their hand and pet, pet them. them and keep them in order. <laughs> Whichever one she's ready to let loose on the world. And they just come out and play whenever she's good and damn ready. Um, what else are we thankful for? I give thanks for. <laughs> I give thanks for, you know what? I will say that I give thanks for the spirit of discernment, uh, which has aided me and many other Black American citizens uh, in seeing who Chrisette Michelle actually is and why we don't need to be here for any music that she thinks she's about to put out. Right, right, right. 
She's got a song called we Black Lives Matter now. Like, wh- what is this pandering? Maybe we should just listen to this. No, we don't have to do that. Black Lives Matter. No, that's all right. All right, so Chris thanks so much, guys, for listening to the show. Happy Thanksgiving. Michelle. You don't... Why are you doing this? Well, because I haven't heard it. I don't hear the problem. <laughs> you should be oh, giving a lyric video. for that. <laughs> wow. People are eating. <laughs> This is awful. All right, that's enough. Yeah, okay, we can turn it off. All right, let's turn it off. I have to hear about how the Black Lives Matter. No, you can just turn it off. This intro is awful. This is bad. All right, that's enough. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, no, you were right. I shouldn't have played that. How is it 30 seconds in and I'm already like so bored I don't want to hear any more of it? God damn. I was already bored and disgusted when you said let's just listen to it. Well, I mean, be fair about things. You know, we're not we're not really unfairly mean or dismissive of people. It could have been a good song. I was being entirely fair by, you know, letting Chrisette Michelle release the song and not attacking her for it. I mean, yeah, true. You did leave her alone on the internet and all that. I'm just saying. like, It could have been a good song, like how Taylor Swift is known to put out something of quality every now and then. It could have been good. It just wasn't. But that doesn't surprise me because, like I said, at the L.A. show, I have not liked Chrisette Michelle's music in a very, very long time. It's been years since her second album. So I don't give a shit about this. I'm thankful that we don't have to worry about her no more. Like, we literally never have to speak about her again. I don't plan on it. So, I guess that's just a bit of that. Uh, what Let else is see. going on in the world? I'm also thankful for Zinzi Clemens. Do you know who she is? I do not. <clears throat> she is a writer, black girl. Um, and she used to work with <clears throat> Lena Dunham's Lenny Letter. I just got sleepy. (laughs) And of course, Lena Dunham has been in some hot water because like always, she said something without thinking about it, except this time she did it with somebody else. Jenny Connor, who I don't know, but one of the writers and executive producers on Girls was accused of sexual assault. And so, of course, they immediately jumped up to the this is one of those three percent of cases that are like lies and this is fucked up and Murray's great and all that. And so, of course, white women wasn't having that bullshit. And immediately they started to apologize and all this. But I guess Zinzi Clemens is like officially done with Lena Dunham's bullshit and posted a statement on Twitter and said, it is time for women of color, black women in particular to divest from Lena Dunham. I like that Damn. choice of words. <laughs> like bitch, not stop being friends, not stop calling back, but like just divest from you. Like this is a business transaction wow. and it's time to remove you from my business life. That's real. That is like a Lena Dunham. Word. I don't get how Lena Dunham continues to get on everybody fucking nerves. Effortlessly. Everybody. It's like, who can tolerate you? I can't. I cannot. I told, oh my God. I told Janet Mock when I did her podcast earlier this year, I said, I listened to the episode you did with your executive producer, Lena Dunham. And it was the only time I've heard Lena talk and wasn't like completely annoyed by her. But I attributed that to Janet Mock being amazing 
and making Lena Dunham sound interesting. That's what I would have done. And not like the super privileged, boring ass white girl that she really is. Yeah. <laughs> Deep down inside. So <laughs> I feel for Jen and Mike and the rest of Lena Dunham's black friends who are like, God damn, bitch, every time, like, every time, why do you have to keep fucking up? She's never gonna stop. Lil Critter is never gonna stop. She looks just just like that nigga. Like you can't tell me. You can't tell me because I had all them books. <laughs> oh, I used I to stand down <laughs> up on that little beast, yes, whatever the fuck that so. bitch was. All the shit he was up to. I loved <laughs> them fucking books. Let me get on Amazon and see how much Little Critter is going for these motherfucking days. That uh. so all of these media outlets now have posted like roundups of all of the different times that Lena Dunham has had to apologize because she's just that fucking draining. Nobody has time to read those novels. <sighs> Remember the time she said she was sad because she never had a chance to have an abortion? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she did that on a podcast. She was, was mad that? at Odell Beckham Jr. at the that. Met Gala, right? Yeah, that was the Met Gala. She was pissed because he didn't want to talk to her ugly ass. Well, really, he just probably didn't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> he was like texting Drake, yeah. like, where are you at? Because right. I don't know nobody at this table. And she took it like, I'm a doughy, plain white girl. And Odell Beckham Jr. Made me, <laughs> made me feel unattractive and lonely. It was just like, you're you're doing an awful lot right because now. What? <laughs> she's she's just something else. Anyway, all these different outlets have um, put together like a roundup of all the times Lena Dumb has apologized. And I just, I want to say, just go away. Just go away. Like, you have a lot of money. Isn't you, Girls done now? I think it is, but that don't mean she's done. She's done. I mean, I know. Right. That don't mean she's done getting on our nerves. It's just like, you have so much and you always have. And it's not like... You being denied opportunities to do things is going to mean that, like, you no longer get to work or pay your bills or anything. Like, you're—I don't have no sympathy for her. Like, my heart is not opening up like, oh, no, poor persecuted Lena Dunham. Like, she keeps (laughs) getting on everybody's nerves. And she is aggressively, intentionally unattractive, which is her choice, but it is still true. She does it on purpose. I am thankful for you know i will give thanks for um, i don't know okay <laughs> i really thought you was going to come up with <laughs> some hot fire but no. i really thought that i had something deep on my spirit but my mind is going in 80 different directions mm. at one time i'm thankful for my immersion blender what the fuck is that? It saved the damn day to day with all that cooking up into it. <laughs> Immersion blender. Yeah. So it's just like a kind of like a portable blender and you can stick it down into whatever you're cooking and blend away any lumps in your sauces or soups or food, whatever it is you're cooking. It's very, very helpful when making sauce for macaroni and cheese or oh, that's probably true. mashed potatoes and all that. Yes. So I have been wearing mine the hell out today doing all this cooking for tomorrow. So very thankful for new technology and all that type of bullshit. I'm very thankful for God's sense of humor because uh, Phaedra Parks is a Wilhelmina model. All right. Good night. And- Wrap this up. Everybody's a Wilhelmina model, bitch. I'm a Wilhelmina model. So, 
You know, I just, God, in times when we truly need a laugh, you, you provide. Are sure to provide. And I give you honor and thanks and praise, God. She has really posted. She looks good. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to deny it. Not going to it. lie. It's just funny. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you ain't laughing because I am. It mm-hmm. is funny to me. Right. Phaedra Parks is an official model. And the fact that she, you know, all of this shit about, you know, her lying and just nonstop with being deceitful and terrible and all that, she seems to have only glowed up physically <laughs> since all of this news came out. Whereas most people you think would be so stressed over being found out to be this huge liar that they would just kind of go sit somewhere in the dark for a while by themselves. No. Remember when she like met Shamar Moore and took a picture with him and then was calling him Bay on Instagram like they were having like a dating thing going on? Definitely thought you were trying to be funny and call, uh, what's his name, Shamar Moore. What is his name? Apollo. That's what I thought you was doing. I thought you was trying to be cute. <laughs> I don't hate Shamar Moore. I don't like, either. No, right, no I don't hate Apollo either. I just think he's one simple motherfucker. I don't ever need to hear about Apollo ever again. Apollo's simple as shit. Unless man. he's finally going to do Breed It Raw or like. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, that wraps up the I mean, gratitude. Just do it. <laughs> just get it done. He probably already has in prison. He probably- no, he hasn't. They know they would make such a coin off of that. What are you going to do? Just drop it. Uh, okay. There's well. no way. Amen. Anything else that we're thankful for? Or should we wrap this up and move on to some questions? I'm thankful for Everything Nice by Dream Doll. <laughs> you. Because I control you and so oh many other people with God. that wretched, that wretched song. song. It's so dumb. Y'all love doing that. You and Asante and Alex and that. Everything nice. Talk to, Talk to me, me nice. Everything nice. <laughs> we already have a Cardi B. The Incredibles 2 is coming out. Thank I haven't seen the that. first one. I need to do that. You haven't seen the first Incredibles? I've seen clips of it. So I've seen bad. the black man asking for his super suit. Yeah, that's Sam Jackson. Just oh, you know, I think I probably have seen the Incredibles, but it was once many years ago and not since. That's a really good one. Definitely check that out. I'm thankful for... You know what? Let's just wrap it up. Yeah. I feel like we've covered it, right? That was thankful I'm thankful that you. we made it through this year thus far. I'm thankful for all y'all still listening to us. Thankful for Spotify putting up signs oh, and yeah. shit in the train. Ads in the us. train station. That's so weird. <laughs> Full circle. Thanks, Spotify. Because if I don't have to go down there these days, I certainly don't. <laughs> So it's very, it's a full circle, humbling moment. Look at you. You got ads in the train station and don't take the train. I don't have to. Well, I still do. So By choice. It's true. It's by choice. But that's because who else can cut through Manhattan in 40 minutes or less? What? The West Side Highway could never. The FDR wishes. And I wish right with it. But that 2-3, nigga. I I can't sit in traffic. I'd rather take the train. Bitch. I can't. I can't. You love to call a car. (laughs) I will do it. And I give. Do you even have a metro card anymore? That's what today is about. Hell no. (laughs) I don't. I got rid of that flimsy <laughs> shit, and I give God immediate praise. I do. That Ooh, is what today is yes, about. He's so big. Giving him things that I can just sit in an Uber, <laughs> or well, I don't use Uber, but I do have Lyft, 
And I can sit in the back of that fucking j- car. Mm-hmm. And it's just me and the driver. And sometimes I don't even want to hear from that bitch. So to be around however dozens and dozens right. of people on the train. But it's really not so. I mean, as long as I have my headphones on, nobody else is on the train. So <laughs> it don't really matter for me. Like if I'm sitting in traffic the whole time, I'm just like, I'm spending forty dollars and sixty eight cents on this Uber, and I could have been in, on the train for two seventy five. This is fucked up. <laughs> I could have just, <laughs> I could have just took my Metro card out. I would have been home in forty five minutes. But no, I just had to take eight minutes off my arrival time. Peace of mind is one of the best things you can invest in. What do that have to do with live? Gives me peace of mind knowing that okay. I'm not on the motherfucking train. All right. Well, thank you, Lord, that Kid Fury no longer has to take the subway. <laughs> Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to uh, whoever is cooking some good food for y'all right now. And um, yeah, yeah, that's really Happy sweet. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I guess we'll take a break now. Lovely. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back and i guess we're gonna do letters sure let's do some letters i think we have some holiday conflicts in here so maybe this will help some people dealing with you know shitty friends and family on this holiday or the ones coming up great a theme yeah well i'm not sure how many we have but let's go with it sure. send your questions to ask the gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show our first question comes from Brittany. Who says, I've been with my boyfriend for one and a half years. He's one of the few good guys I know. And the D is amazing, which makes our relationship a win-win. But there's one problem. He is Muslim and I'm Christian. 
While our differences in religion have never bothered him or me, I'm having a really hard time accepting that we will never spend holidays together as a couple. He doesn't celebrate any holidays that are not related to Islam, which means no birthdays, anniversaries, or any of the major holidays I celebrate, including Thanksgiving or Christmas. I was raised in a very close-knit family, and holidays have always been a special time for us to spend time together. During our first year of being together, this didn't bother me because we weren't as close, and I assumed it wouldn't bother me in the future. But now that we are closer and the holidays are coming up, it is difficult for me to wrap my mind around being with somebody that I can't enjoy the festivities with. We both want children in the future, and I also wonder how this will affect them. I'm having a hard time deciding if this is worth losing a good man or if I should just get over it and move forward with our relationship any advice you have would be appreciated. Love the show. Thanks, Brittany. Brittany, um, happy holidays. I would just go ahead and break up with him. Yep. Um, <laughs> Damn, girl. Here's the thing. I I have never been in a relationship with someone um, who was a part of a different religion than me. Um, I do know people who have, and it doesn't sound like something that ever gets easier. I'm sure that you can uh, compromise with one another in a way and maybe find a happy medium that works for everyone. I'm not going to say that just because um, you're Christian and he's Muslim that you just cannot make it work or you can't be together. I don't know that for a fact. I'm sure that there are plenty of plenty of people who can provide you with advice of the opposite, I guess. Right. Um, Probably. But just from what I know, from what I've heard, it just sounds like it gets even more complicated the longer you're together. And then when you add children to the mix and things of that nature, it's not there are like there just are always going to be things that you do in your life completely different um, holidays, celebrations and things that are completely different. And it's not really. I don't know if I'll say it's not fair, but it just it's too complicated to expect one person or the other to budge on religious right. um, traditions and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like if you came into my house, if we're going, we go together or whatever, we're in a relationship that <laughs> we married, we got kids and stuff. And you telling me, well, I don't fuck with Christmas, so let's not do that. <laughs> it's going to be like. All right. I don't know what to tell I don't, you. Right. Because it's kind of like a big deal over here. Because my baby going to school and everybody else is talking about what they get for, for Christmas and I'm getting my baby a Christmas gift. What are we doing now? You know what I mean? Like, and I don't even know right. if that's like a conversation that you would or would not have again because like I said, I'm coming from a place of... of I've always been a part of that. So. Right. Um, but I just know like this doesn't... As far as compromise goes, this will just get really complicated. It's not like in... in, in compatibilities okay with things like sex or communication or mm -hmm. the way you like your house or things like you know other things like this is kind of like for most people what you know how you were raised mm -hmm. just the way that you live your life right. or how you feel like you should be living your best life and so on and so forth so I guess have yeah. a conversation with him about it. See if you can maybe have a conversation with somebody else who also is in a, uh, a similar predicament. There've got to be tons of forums and stuff. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That you can go and read people's experiences and stuff like that and then get a better understanding of what you want to do. Because the good part that I heard from this story is that you've only been dating this nigga for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So you can still get out. You can pretty, still pretty get easily. out and be all right. 
That's just, all I'm saying. I don't know that I would break up. I think the fact that he doesn't celebrate holidays would not bother me as much as like the fact that he doesn't celebrate birthdays or anniversaries because those are like personal holidays that I want to celebrate. Right. Whereas Thanksgiving and Christmas are pretty commercialized and I can understand people being like, uh, no, I'm like not doing, doing that. that. Right. Yeah, whack. So... But she didn't say that he doesn't celebrate holidays. She said that he doesn't celebrate holidays that aren't related to Islam. Right, which means no birthdays, anniversaries, Thanksgiving, Christmas. All right, so if you really live for Thanksgiving and Christmas, right, and he's like, nah, we don't do that. But that's but what I'm saying. he's celebrating like, things that he wants to, to celebrate or whatever. Maybe he even wants you to be involved in those things. Like, you would know better than us. Right. We just don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is like a, a deeper conversation that you have to have with him about where you're at and how right. it makes things difficult for right now but I think what you really need to think about is like longevity like how this would affect you if you were married to this man and had children with him what would you then be complicated Mm -hmm. because then you're going to really be sick and stuck right because I'm thinking for myself I can always just deal with the fact that you don't celebrate holidays. Actually, that yeah, clears up a lot of that. things for me. Like, now I can go kick it with my family like I truly want to. <laughs> right. I don't have to pretend like I want to go hang out with your people. I don't. I like the <laughs> niggas I know. Right. So, I'm like, it's like, I'm kind of thinking, oh, this is dope. Like, you have a built-in excuse for doing whatever you want to for the holidays. But the th- the kids thing is where it gets, like, really complicated. And the complications of having different religions can't simply be based on what holidays you go celebrate and which ones you're not. Right. It would be different if you both weren't, like, practicing. But clearly, you know, he is an actual, like, practicing Muslim and you are... A practicing Christian, right? Because so. <laughs> if you were like half assing it, I guess it right. Really fucking matter. You'd be like, ah, whatever. Right. Sure, do whatever you want. Like so. <laughs> I go to church sometimes, like when I'm itching. So you probably do need to break up with him, but it just sucks because he's a great guy and the, and the dick is fantastic. <clears throat> I was being like, I'm exaggerating with the breakup with him thing. No, she probably does, honestly. Because I mean, that's where I'm leaning with him, but I'm not saying like wake him up right now and break up with the sex. Oh I'm no, just wait saying, till like, the holidays are over. Don't go through New Year's single. I like think about like how that relationship how you wouldn't be making that shit work further down the line you know what I'm saying that's Mm -hmm. it and if you don't really know how that would work however many years from now then I would consider breaking up with them after you have some you know long conversations and do some research but Mm -hmm. I feel like either way it goes just from what I know you're going to get end up with a breakup with him anyway. Hopefully, somebody can reach out to you who's listening to this and be like, nah, me and my nigga, you know, he Muslim or I'm Muslim and he Christian or Jewish or whatever. We're lit over here. Here's how you do it. I hope that's what you find, but I don't know. Good luck to you. Let us know how it goes. Our next question comes from, hmm, here's a question from a white gay. That's different. <laughs> His name is Josh. He says, you can use my name. My boyfriend doesn't listen to the show. That's We've been dating. <laughs> We've been dating for about seven. My boyfriend and I have been dating for seven months. He's black and I'm white. Sorry. I love Did him. he really white, say sorry? White people love apologizing <laughs> for their race. I'm so sorry I took one of yours, but he's really nice. <laughs> I've been in interracial relationships before, but this is his first. When we started dating, we decided to take things slow, which has been amazing. He is so kind, caring, funny, and just a great man. I feel so lucky to have him in my life. For now, sis. Recently, our relationship has turned physical, and to be honest, the sex has been out of this world. I bet it has. Our passions are very well matched. Mm -hmm. However, while partaking in dirty talk, he often calls himself the N-word and will ask me to call him the N-word. 
The thought of calling my boyfriend the N-word makes me very uncomfortable. Good shit, sweetie. When I expressed it to him, he said I was being overly sensitive and that I shouldn't let white guilt affect our sex life. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas are a mess. What is wrong with this thing? (laughs) I said that as a white ally for racial justice, it just does not feel right to use that word in any context. He said it really turns him on and I should use it during sex to make him happy. I told him I would need to think about it because it makes me so uncomfortable. And he said he respected that. I confided to two of my friends and they have given me conflicting advice. What do you guys think? (laughs) Am I right to be uncomfortable using the N word while dirty talking with my boyfriend? Or is he right that it is just white guilt and I should do what it takes to make my man happy? Love you guys. Thanks, Josh. Just not going to say anything about that. Well, first of all, the phone is ringing because Kia needs to get into my building, so I have right. to buzz her in. Oh, okay. So right. you can go ahead and say something I mean, about it if you want. No, it's fine. Just buzzing Kia into the building. Perfect. So Great. just can't like, wait to like, see her. Not like oh, just a phone call. Like oh, hey, oh, what you guys doing? Oh, yeah. First of all, let's chat. Not like you. You, you don't just know getting texts from one of your niggas. That's. <laughs> A lot. One of your okay. light-skinned boys. I don't have... <laughs> Somebody in your arsenal. Let me tell you something. My legs stay on the ground. <laughs> That's don't... first and it's foremost. Okay. Well, My feet means, are on the that floor. That literally means nothing. And I don't have no legion of niggas texting me. You could, you could keep your feet usually, on the floor and still fuck at the usually, same time. <laughs> usually... The only person that's hitting me up when I'm in the studio is Alexandra Rego. You see how this was supposed to be about Josh, but you wanted to be petty because no, my phone rang and you, you wanted, wanted to. to no, you did. No, you because wanted to be petty. My phone never rings. My phone is always under not disturb. And the only every reason time it isn't is because I had to buzz Kia in. It's because no, because when you're you do it all fine. the time. All no, the time your phone fine. goes off. A couple of times it has happened. Frequently. This is not the first time that it has happened with you. That is a... My phone is on on secondly, purpose, like I said, so I could buzz Kia in. Anyway. <laughs> I was anyway. addressing something that actually happened. You are implying inaccurate information. <sighs> anyway. That is simply baseless What about garbage. Josh? And his white guilt. Josh, there's no way on God's green earth that I am going to say it is okay for you to say nigga. This, I'm never going, I agree with you, sweetie. Um, you shouldn't say it. Even if it turns your boyfriend on, I'm not entirely sure why it would. Mm. I know that there are some niggas out there that like it when white boys call them nigga when they're having sex. Really? It's not the first time I've heard about it. I don't know. I guess because it's wrong. (laughs) I don't. You're like, oh, this is so terrible. Oh, my ancestor would be so disappointed. I guess there's like something like there can be like something erotic and doing something that you ain't supposed to do. Like people who like the fucking public. Okay, that's different. And my, I'm not saying that it is the same. <laughs> I'm just saying like doing things or maybe right. saying things that aren't supposed. I don't know. Like, okay. I mean, I can't say that I get it because, again, I don't understand willfully being called a nigger Mm-mm. by white a people. white person. No, me either. Anybody who is not black. Um, Right. So that confuses me. Um, I appreciate the fact that you didn't just holler nigga to the (laughs) ceiling. Because you weren't like, whoa, I've been waiting. Whatever you want me to call you. (laughs) Um, I would probably hit you with a breakup with him too, sis. Just because regardless of what he's asking you to say or do or the fact that you white or whatever, like your integrity and like your moral values shouldn't shift around and stuff just because right. you fucking, especially something as big as that. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it just should not. I don't even know why he's placing it in your head that that's just something. I mean, it's right. The fact that he's just kind of like, you should really consider it because it just is something that would turn me on so much. It's like, you're begging this white boy to call you a nigga during sex. What is wrong? See, now I want to slap this nigga. I kind of <laughs> like, don't like him. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not crazy about him. I'm yeah, not your boyfriend's you, a little. Mm, that's the problem. Yeah. I don't. Something ain't curling over all the way with him. I want to know how many of his friends know that he's asking you to call him a nigga when y'all have sex and what they would think about it. I mean, especially since this is his first interracial relationship, it kind of sounds like he's done this a lot before. How did you figure out you get turned on by white boys calling you nigga? Right. And <laughs> what is it that he likes about you specifically yeah. that makes it like, you know what? Yeah. I feel like nigger is where we should go. <laughs> With things like that. I don't you even just think I would like be comfortable say saying that to like, a white what? person. I wouldn't even feel comfortable being like, how do you feel about calling me a nigga during sex? Just, I cannot picture me having that conversation with a white anybody. <laughs> Man or woman. I can't I can't fathom it. So like No. Can't you just be like, ooh, your big black dick or whatever it is that white boy saying oh, yeah. interracial born? Big black cock. Your BBC. Yeah. <laughs> like, like your cock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know. I don't watch gay male porn. <laughs> I mean, just why do you have to use a slur? I don't I don't know. I don't like it. But I would continue Yeah. Continue to refuse to do that. And if he presses you on it, then just be like, I this is uncomfortable. Can we just have sex? If he really is just like, you know, like I am considering leaving you <laughs> if you don't call me a nigger when we're fucking let him leave. Like, yeah, let him go. That shouldn't be something that you. He's should probably be trying to get you caught up. He's probably taping you or something, just waiting right. on you Who to knows? say like, sex. <laughs> He's probably waiting. To, like, that's probably his test. You're yep. the first white to boy. See if you'll do it. He wants to see if he, if he'll if you'll don't break. break down. Don't do it because <laughs> you're gonna fail. Then you're gonna get punched in the back of your damn neck <laughs> and wonder what the fuck happened to you. Wake up and you don't know where you at. See, don't that's do fucked it. up. Yeah, let Either us way. let us know how that goes. Our last question comes from Midna. Midna says, "My boyfriend and I have been together for eighteen years." You don't know who Midna is. No, you have to guess. Don't Google it first. Damn, my first thought was somebody off of Breath of the Wild. <gasps> well, no, but close enough. Okay, who is it? You have the amiibo. Oh. He's a little guy that sits on the wolf. He was in the last one. Oh, the little nigga that brings you the wolf. Yeah. Okay, so why is she Midna? I guess because this person knows that we're playing Zelda. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't get the relevance to the question. Because but... I know you're playing Zelda mm, now. Okay. Ooh, Midna. Mm, okay, I get it now. <laughs> so Midna says, <laughs> my boyfriend and I have been together for 18 years. Neither of us wants to get married, and we both agree it is unnecessary. Work for y'all. Okay, I like it. We are very committed to each other, and despite the normal ups and downs, we have been quite happy. We did take a break from each other for about four years, where we remained close, but we're not together in any way. Okay. We have two children together, so we did what we had to do. We both did a lot of growing up and decided that getting back together was what we wanted. Now. Is this Ryan and Rachel from Black Ink, Black Ink Crew Chicago? Uh, Don't do this. I'm so mad Kia had me watching that last night. It is so good. <laughs> oh, God. And I, I don't understand why it. niggas think Ryan is so fine. He's not. Ryan is a living God. He is not. What? I'm joking. Oh, I'm he is cute, though. I th he's not cute to you? He's not ugly, but he's not cute. You don't think Ryan is cute? Let me look at him again. I don't. 
from. I mean, he's album. not like drop Ryan, dead. Like, I will do anything for. I definitely think he's cute. Not all this. Not to be doing all this over. No, I think you're thinking about the one you always say he ain't that fine is Don. No, I know who Don is, and Don is not that fine. But Ryan is the light skinned one who runs the shop. I know who Ryan is, and not Ryan that fine. He is not. Okay, he's cute in this picture. Okay, yeah, he's cute in this picture. Anyway, and back like to... And like in the rest of his life. <laughs> but he's still a nigga. Back to what we were talking about. Well, what the hell was we? Okay, so she said... And, uh, is dating this nigga. It's right. been 18 years. But they had a four-year break, and they got back together. Right. Two kids. On this break, he had a whole-ass child. That is part of the reason it took us four years to get back together. Just four? I am fine with this kid, and our relationship is as good as it can be, or is, is as good as can be expected, but here is my issue. His baby mama thinks it's okay to call him and ask him for favors around her apartment and with her car and things like that. <laughs> she also does not ever seem to want to actually keep her child herself. <laughs> My boyfriend Next. thinks that is fine because he just tells her no when she asks and tells her to find someone else because it would be disrespectful to me and our relationship to be so involved in her life. This is all great and good, but apparently she doesn't understand and still constantly texts and calls him for favors. The last straw was when she called while we were grocery shopping and asked him to tell her about his vasectomy so that she could let her friend know what it would be like. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. What? I guess he had a vasectomy recently. Must have been after this baby. And so the baby mama called him and was like, hey, can you talk to me? My friend is thinking about having a vasectomy. You know, can you talk to me about what it was like for you and all this? This woman is a registered nurse and she knows damn well she can look some shit up at work for her friend if she really wanted to know. My boyfriend let her know that he would in no way be discussing that with her and he would need to. Oh, and her friend would need to see his primary care physician. <laughs> OK, my question is, how saying do I all this stuff to her in front of you? I mean, they were grocery shopping together, so I guess so. <laughs> My question is, how do I let this girl know that she needs to stop texting him and calling him unless it has to do with their kid without coming across as a bitch? Normally, I have no problem with being a bitch, but I would like to keep this as civil as possible because I am basically raising her child and don't want him caught up in mess that could affect him or my family negatively. Mm -hmm. I also don't want my boyfriend to think I'm trying to overstep him by contacting her about this. Please help. I love you guys so much. And your show gives me actual life throughout the day. Keep on keeping on Midna. Mid. Um, <laughs> it's selling. I don't know. I just, everything that I would do could lead to you possibly complicating things for that nigga. Oh, no, and, definitely. You know, <laughs> I just, so I'm trying to think of what like a, a civil calm person might do. I'm a big fan of women staying out of their boyfriend's mistakes. Uh, and I know children are not mistakes, but like <laughs> that whole situation, I, if we separate for four years and you have a baby during the break, which you are obviously well within your rights to do and all that. And we decide to get back together. First of all, I'm probably not going to decide to get back with you. Probably not. But if we do, I am not going to be involved with, raising your child or dealing with your baby mama in any way that is your baby so you need to take care of that little nigga and deal with her in whatever way like i'm staying all the way the fuck out of that and if she 
feels like she can call you and text you all hours of the day and night to do this, 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 and that, then it is on him to shut her down from doing that. That's not your responsibility. If he's not handling that, then you need to ask him why that's the case. Like, I don't think you ever have a reason to go to this woman about anything. If you keep it her child, that's your fault. Why would you do that? (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) You're talking about you basically raising her child. Why? Why? I mean, because she lives with him and the baby is over there all the time, I okay, guess. Okay, but see, I don't see that's still his baby. So <laughs> if your baby could be over here all the time if you want to, that's your child. So you get You're going to be raising that bitch. So you get home from work and you say, hey, to your two kids and look at that nigga like, hey. <laughs> You still here? Your mom ain't come get you yet? I mean, I know. Yes, don't want you. See, dating people with kids, too complicated. I'm sure you have to, like, take that sort of shit into consideration. But I'm not, I, knowing the type of bitch that I am, I'm not finna call your baby mama about anything. I'm not gonna do that because I feel like anything that she does that is disrespectful needs to be handled through you. Like, you need to address her properly and make sure that that whole situation has worked out. I should not ever have to do that. And I'm not going to feel like I am basically raising your child because I will not do that. I will not basically raise your child. You are going to do that. If I'm around while you're raising her, that's your business. But no, I won't. I'm not taking that responsibility on. So. I mean, as far as raising the kid is concerned, I don't know what you do that, uh, the child's dad does not do like I don't know if you're making this nigga lunch and breakfast and cleaning up after the motherfucker and dad's just saying hey give me high five like if that's what's going on then yeah I agree if this child is someone who is in the household for from time to time and you just treat them like one of the kids in the house cool <laughs> to me as far as this whole this the baby mama calling and saying nigga come over and my faucet is leaking or I don't know how to mount my TV or whatever the fuck it is that she's asking for I agree that should be like eventually I would start to ask so why does she even feel comfortable to still be calling you right why does she keep are you still fucking her that's a really great question that's a great question I mean, I just want to know, like, I, I I also agree that I should not have to come to her for anything. Like, there's, we don't share a child together. We mm-hmm. don't share a home together. Right. We don't have any reason to speak to one another ever. Except He needs for, to be handling that. You know, like, that's just something where Emergency really, situation. She shouldn't be calling <laughs> at all anymore. You going and saying anything to her could make things worse it could not change things at all it could she could be like you know what i see where you're coming from cool and leave the nigga alone but regardless it's unnecessary like it's just mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying Odds i'm just are, not going to do it it's his job it just you sh- don't need to do it he should be the reason that she stops calling his ass for no reason and, and if I, it's been at least four years and she's still calling and texting over dumb shit he's probably still fucking her Sorry. tell that nigga to set up <laughs> That's crazy. Tell that nigga to set up some sort of of routine with her where the only time that they speak is when the child needs something or when the child is going from one home to the next or whatever. Other than that, she doesn't even need to be called. Like, she shouldn't even be calling the phone. If she calls the phone, he shouldn't be picking up because he should know, oh, it's not Tuesday. Or, oh, well, the... Child's hand ain't stuck in the toilet because he's here, and so, like, you know, like the, right. It should be a thing where she, I know she ain't calling me for nothing because we this is our routine or right. whatever. So if he I'm hasn't made that up. super clear, then that's on him. Like right. he needs to establish that with her. Like 
You talking about how do I let this girl know that she needs to stop texting him and calling him unless it has to do with their kid. That's not your job. You didn't make that baby. You're not the reason that you even know that girl. He is. So let him handle that. Good luck to you, though, because it sounds super frustrating to, I mean, you said basically raise another woman's child, which, child, picture me. I cannot. But Some of y'all love kids. I mean, I also love kids, and I'm not opposed to being a stepmom, but them kids gonna have to be like either grown or their mama had a tragic accident or something. I like kids on Instagram. I just cannot. So good luck to you. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad. So they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah, or broke the fourth wall. (laughs) (laughs) You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when... It feels affirming when others, blank, I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. All right, so we're back, and it is now time for the read. For me, I would just like to say fuck you to whoever these white people are that have been leaving signs around USC that say it's okay to be white. You know, at first, <laughs> I laughed very, very, very loud um, at these signs because it's just funny. Like, it's funny <laughs> that you feel, I guess, like so defeated and attacked that you are now trying to encourage your fellow privileged white by saying, hey, it's okay. No matter what all of these niggers and Mexicans <laughs> are saying about us. Feel good about your whiteness. It's all right to be. Of course, it's okay to be okay. It's fan-damn-tastic to be white. Are you kidding? Like, it's amazing mm-hmm. to be white. You get everything. You take the things you shouldn't have. And nobody can tell you anything about it. And if they do, you don't have to listen. Like, mm-hmm. this is, sign is actually a perfect example of you not having mm-hmm. to listen. Because you're missing the whole... Like, how do white people so consistently dive past the motherfucking point? <laughs> there ain't shit wrong with you being white, bitch. There's something wrong with you being bigoted, ignorant. There's something wrong with you acting like you don't realize that your whiteness um, affords you privilege in this country while stomping on the backs of many, many other people in the country and all over the world, mm-hmm. obviously. Um it's not okay to be a white fucking supremacist. It's not okay to put your hands in people's hair. Oh, black excellence also. <clears throat> okay. too. 
What is her name? Momo Pixel? The girl who created that game, Hair Nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that looks so cute. Black women are so tired of you putting your white-ass hands into their fucking hair that someone went out of their way and created a video game based around it. <laughs> like, Lord. It's disrespectful. It's gross. We don't know where you've been, where your hands have been. Like, this is something that has bothered generations and generations of black women so much so that this is where we're at with it now. So when you hear those things, mm-hmm. rather than being like, I'm being attacked because I just, all I did was be born and I couldn't help it that I was white. And why are you always so mad at white people? Like, instead of like jumping immediately to bitching and moaning and feeling like people are coming for you, listen to what people are saying and act Lord. differently. That's it. It's okay to be white. Like the worst you have like to you fucking the deal with is deal with the, the worst you got to deal with is people saying to you, hey, this is the type of bullshit that y'all are putting us through. And we would really love it if you if you did things differently. Now, think about how it feels to be black. Brown. No, they can't. Think about that. <laughs> they can't do that. That's too much empathy. Because when we say it's OK to be black. I.e. black girl magic, black mm-hmm. excellence, black boy joy, black entertainment television, even do all that. of these things. See? Then it's where's what entertainment television, and why can't I come to your black yoga? And I don't understand why. <laughs> like when we do the same thing for ourselves and build corners and avenues for ourselves to celebrate it because we're made to feel like we ain't shit. Then you come right up in there and tell us we can't have that either because you're allowed mm-hmm. to have whatever the fuck you want to. So when it's like, hey, bitch, what can we have? What are we allowed? <laughs> to do may we live may we see our fucking kids hey like no we may not this shit is unbalanced now you're leaving signs around school campuses talking about (laughs) it's okay to be white if you don't go and fuck yourself speaking of white people being truly awful and the worst did you hear this post malone story no i didn't okay you know who post malone i do right okay I hope I don't have to hate him. I mean, I, I feel completely indifferent about Post I was going to say, do you like his music? Because I do not. I don't care about his music. I just... Oh, my God. Seriously? Okay, this is my fault. Fucking Jade, girl, what do you even want? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now it has to go on Do Not Disturb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Post Malone. Can live without him. Doesn't really matter. He's existed. Post Malone. Did an interview with a Polish newspaper. I guess it's called Nuance. I'm I'm choosing to believe it's pronounced like Beyonce. Sure. And um, during the interview, he talks about um, hip hop and the current state of it and says, quote, if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip hop. There's great hip hop songs where they talk about life and they really spit that real shit. But right now, there's not a lot of people talking about shit. Whenever I want to cry, whenever I want to sit down and have a nice cry, I'll listen to some Bob Dylan. Whenever I'm trying to have a good time and stay in a positive mood, I listen to hip hop because it's fun. I think hip hop is important (laughs) because it brings people together in a beautiful, happy way. Now, end quote, a lot of us have criticized the current state of rap, calling it mumble rap or drug-induced rap or mm-hmm. I mean because it is those things it is and these niggas are literally getting on these fire-ass tracks going and it's fine like there's a time and a place for everything but for you to be like if you want to listen to some real shit that's gonna move you and like affect you in a real way don't listen to hip-hop means that 
you're not listening to the right hip hop. Right. <laughs> of course, there's going to be popular people making stuff on the radio or whatever that you don't rock with or you think is garbage. But to just write off the whole genre, a genre, by the way, that wasn't for you and you invited your white ass into. And as far as I know, the Post Malone music I've heard, you're not exactly spitting some deep, real ass shit. Like I've never felt emotionally moved to do a damn thing after listening to a Post Malone record. So it's kind of like... Are are you the one qualified to be pointing a picture right now? You're like, you're not exactly one of the great lyricists of the genre. But again, white boy, I don't remember who invited you here. So for you to just come take a part of the culture, make your money off of it, build your name off of it, and then be like, oh, well, uh, fuck hip hop because them niggas ain't deep and they ain't talking about no real shit. I listen to Bob Dylan when I want to cry. Well, listen. That is your business, and you could do that if you want to, but that doesn't mean that hip-hop as a whole is just not doing nothing for the rest of us. Like, the rest of us can't find no kind of emotional, what's the word? Like, an emotional safe place in hip-hop. That music has always existed for us, and maybe it's not, like, the hottest niggas on the charts right now, but that doesn't mean it's not there. So it's just like, who asked Post Malone for this? Hip-hop as a genre, the way that it was created and what led us to the place where you can exist in hip-hop mm-hmm. and make music actually much of it was inspirational it may not have been i'm just crying and i just feel so beautiful about life but it was people living a certain type of life seeing a different a certain kind of experience and using hip-hop music to express it. like we're not gonna act, like do your homework right. not just on like older hip-hop but you're acting as if there aren't hip-hop artists right now that right do now. make real shit whatever that is to you or whatever don't have records that make you want to fucking cry and not just you know like the big J. Coles or like, you know, or Kendrick or whoever who will say something. something. Right. <laughs> You've got like lots of rappers who may not have gotten the chance to really find that sort of success yet or take off because they ain't rapping about lean and and Percocet every two seconds. And we can actually hear what they're saying. Right. And so that's, you know, nobody can sell that. And you know that. You know that shit <laughs> because you were able to come and sing Congratulations right. or whatever the fuck that song is called <laughs> and just sort of, you know moan your way through some really great songs or whatever and sound somber I think like I've never heard I'm not one for Post Malone Post Malone I don't know much about like a lot of his music but all the songs I've heard he sounds like a ghost White Iverson I was not a fan of I wasn't a fan of White Iverson like that either but I've heard congratulations before in the club and didn't need for them to immediately turn that off if that's a compliment but like this criticism is coming from I'm saucing on you I'm swagging ooh ooh I'm balling, balling. That's what I'm I saying. Like, you. <laughs> you know that that's what you do and that's what you are capable of. And right. you're not someone who's going to go out of your way to make no deep. I'm about to cry and make you think about some, you know, introspective shit right now. You know that. And you, you like many successful rappers right now, thrive off of people not knowing what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> because the beat is fire. So you don't need no actual, like, deep ass rappers coming in here and actually having success. You need the trend to continue to go the way that it is because that's how you pop. I just told my friend yesterday that hip hop right now is like a potluck and people are just kind of maybe it always has been but people are all just bringing whatever to the table and Mm -hmm. all eating the same shit and like oh this is good well I'm gonna fuck with that or whatever that's all that it is and so pretty much everybody who brought food to this potluck has colored dreads as I've said a million (laughs) times and they don't really speak you know maybe the clearest English right very well they don't really enunciate Um, and it's working 
for them. But yeah, like you said, you don't get to just be like, well, hip hop is this and it is not that. So says the white boy who has two hot records. I mean, since the beginning of hip hop, there has been what people consider to be like the deep, important, real records. And then the goofy, dumb, whatever. Like, this is just... The same argument repackaged for 2017, but coming from a white boy is particularly offensive. Like you weren't even invited. (laughs) You weren't even, it was never for you. Black people and Latino people and other people of color were kind and generous enough to be like, sure, white boys, you can come rap with us. Okay, fine. We will let y'all in. And this is how y'all repay us. By saying, don't listen to this. If you listen to Bob Dylan, if you want to feel something, (laughs) bitch. Go make Bob Dylan music then. <laughs> Go do that. This is so much better than ours. Ugh. And that's it. I'm done. I don't lose anything at all in my life by not listening to Post Malone because I've never gone out of my way to listen to Post Malone anyway. Right. It's always happened to I me lose. by accident. <laughs> it's always happened to me. Either being out at an event somewhere or Shuffle got me or somebody else got the auxiliary cord or something like that. Right. It's never been my choice. It's never so. been my choice. All right. I think that's going to wrap up the read for this week. Thanks to everybody for listening on Thanksgiving, whatever you're doing for your holiday. Hope it's a good one. Thanks again to Sonos for supporting today's episode of the read. It is so dope to be able to control your music with just your voice. And the Sonos one blends great sound with Amazon Alexa. She's a fun girl. You can use your voice to play songs while you cook or in the shower or even manage smart devices all from a single Sonos speaker. Don't forget for a limited time, Sonos is offering our listeners 10% off one order of $2,500 or less for any product on Sonos.com. Just use promo code READ10. That's capital READ10 at Sonos.com to receive this offer. Thanks so much again to our friends at Sonos. Kid Fury, any news for you this week? First of all, thank you to everybody again in Los Angeles who came out to the show this past weekend and made it a great time. Everyone who came out to the pop-up shop, we appreciate you. New Orleans, you're up next, and I'm super excited. Can't wait to get back to... Oh, man, my favorite city. <laughs> I mean, just, I, I can't wait to get back there. It is just a wonderland. Shout out to Carly Hustle for sending me this very fine picture of Young M.A. just now. I love her new song. Me too. Walk. Mm-hmm. Oh God, she's so. Ugh. That's a, you know what? Don't even get me Lord, in here talking. Just give me one chance. The truth. <laughs> Thanks again uh, to Francesca and Pat for having me at last name basis. It was so so fun. Also, um, yeah. Uh, starting at midnight, twelve a.m. Friday, our merch will be going online. This is a lot of new stuff. Uh, there are some socks that I'm like in love with now. I was like, socks? Okay, that's how we're doing it. <laughs> um, uh, we've got coasters. We've got a breakup with him, uh, crew neck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a new favorite piece of merch for me. I just, uh, I love how much y'all are loving the breakup with him stuff. It's just so simple, but it applies to like literally all of us. We've got notebooks. We've got new keychains. Uh, the cool cup is back. The read mugs, stickers, pins, and lots of other fun stuff. So if you want to grab any of these things, make sure starting midnight, you go to shop3read.com. Midnight Eastern Time, Eastern Standard Time alone, and grab what you can. We appreciate you for spending yeah. even a dollar a cent on things about us. Yeah, because that is just so wild. <laughs> that is pretty wild. 
Um, and yes, take pictures of them and stuff. And and oh yeah, I want to see you in your outfit. <laughs> I mean, boys, if you want to just send me a picture of you and just the shirt and socks. Oh yeah, you dykes can do the same you can thing. DM them. <laughs> you All can right, do the same thing. Especially if you got dreads. What's up? Do we have an acronym this week? The acronym this week shall be P T P L W. Okay. U. W U. Okay. T D. T D. Pay the pipeline. No, that's not it. You're still playing Monopoly. Monopoly. I'm assuming that's Heart? what pay the pipeline. No. no, that's Monopoly too. Damn. Well, hell. Okay, I do not know it. Fuck it. Pass the peas like we used to. Do. <laughs> Enjoy your holiday, everybody. We'll see you next week. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.